Welcome back to the official Nerdy Channel. Today, I'm going to start a new series. So every Sunday, I release a Bible verse video. And from now on, these Bible verse videos are going to be about the book of Jude. We're going verse by verse unpacking this very short but powerful book that is applicable to our lives today. Now, in case you don't know where the book of Jude is, it is right before Revelation. So the second to last book of the Bible. It is a letter written by Jude and an apostle to Christians in that world right after Jesus' death in that first century AD. But even though that was 2,000 years ago, we can still learn about that because those problems they had then are still going on today. Sin is still a thing we must fight, and we're going to find that out in the book of Jude. Today, we're starting off our study of the book of Jude at verse 1 and 2. It says, Jude, a bondservant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are the called, beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. May mercy and peace and love be multiplied to you. So this is just the opening of his letter. Jude is saying who he is. He is a bond servant of Jesus Christ. That means a slave to Jesus Christ. And he is the brother of James, who is an apostle. Then he also says, to those who are called, that means to the Christians. So this letter, this book, is to the Christians that he was writing to. They are beloved in God the Father, kept for Jesus Christ. Then he says that he wants mercy, peace, and love to be multiplied to you. It means let us have that in abundance. Today we're going to be looking at Jude verse 3, which says, Beloved, while I was making every effort to write you about our common salvation, I felt a necessity to write to you, appealing that you contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all handed down to the saints. So Jude is saying beloved to those that he's writing the letter to. That means he loves them in the Lord. They're beloved. And he says that he wanted to write about salvation and how we're all saved, but he really felt the necessity. He had to, he was urged by the Holy Spirit to write that we must contend, that means fight earnestly, for our faith that was handed down for all saints. That means all Christians, we have received this, received this faith in Jesus Christ, and we must fight for it. We must keep it. Today we're looking at Jude verse 4, which says, For certain persons have crept in unnoticed. Those who were long beforehand marked out for this condemnation, ungodly persons, who turn the grace of our God into licentiousness and deny our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. So this is saying that there are certain persons, there are people who have crept into the church without us realizing, and they are not Christians. Instead, they have denied Jesus as God, and they are being licentious. That means they are being uh, disruptive and they're being evil and they're being malicious. So these people, we must be aware of. They are in the church, but they are not of the church. We're looking at Jude verse 5 today. And this says, Now I desire to remind you, though you know all things once for all, that the Lord, after saving a people out of the land of Egypt, subsequently destroyed those who did not believe. Now that... That is scary. He said he destroyed those who did not believe. And we can read more about this in the Old Testament. God took the Israelites out of Egypt, but when they did not believe in him, when they grumbled and rebelled against him, he destroyed them. Whether through sickness, through the earth swallowing them, through war, whatever it was, he killed them. We must not be like that. We must love God and believe in him. If he saves us, 
why would we rebel against him? Let us not forget. Today we're looking at Jude verse 6 and 7, which says, And angels who did not keep their own domain, but abandoned their proper abode, he, that means God, has kept in eternal bonds under darkness for the judgment of the great day, just as Sodom and Gomorrah in the cities around them, since they, in the same way as these, indulged in gross immorality and went after strange flesh are exhibited as an example in undergoing the punishment of eternal fire. God loves us, that is true, but he is a just God, and he will punish those who sin and those who disobey. He punished the angels who rebelled against him. He punished the city Sodom and Gomorrah who rebelled against him. He will punish us. That's why Jesus had to come and save us. Today, we're looking at Jude verse 8. I want to remind you from the last time, Jude verse 6 and 7, we learned that God is a just God who will punish those who sin. But Jude verse 8 says, Yet in the same way, these men also by dreaming defile the flesh and reject authority and revile angelic majesties. These men, that says in this verse, are the people in the church who are not truly Christians. Instead, they're rejecting authority, defiling the flesh flesh and reviling angelic majesties. Just like Sodom and Gomorrah, just like the demons who rebelled against God, God will punish them and judge them. That's why we need to share the gospel and be so loving to everyone because we want them to be saved. We don't want them to be punished and killed. We must share the gospel and we must love like Jesus loved us. Today we're taking a look at Jude verses 9 and 10. This reads, but Michael the archangel, when he disputed with the devil and argued about the body of Moses, did not dare pronounce against him a railing judgment, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these men revile the things which they do not understand, and the things which they know by instinct, like unreasoning animals, by these things they are destroyed." So this says that Michael, the archangel, one of the most powerful angels, did not rebuke Satan, but said, the Lord rebukes you. But then these sinful men that Judah has been warning against, they revile everything, even things they do not understand. They are like unreasoning animals. We cannot be like this. We must be careful. Today we're going to look at Jude verse 11, which says, woe to them. For they have gone the way of Cain, and for pay, they have rushed headlong into the error of Balaam, and perished in the rebellion of Korah. So woe to them means, oh no, they're in big trouble. Something bad is coming their way. The them that this says is the evil, wicked men who it talked about in the previous verse, who are unreasoning like animals and revile the things that they do not understand. And this here says three different things, Cain, Balaam, and Korah. These are three different people who are all prideful in the Bible and rebelled against God. This reminds me of Anakin, who was prideful and thought he was the most powerful Jedi and ended up becoming a Sith instead. So we must beware of that. We must not be prideful. Now, last time we talked about some prideful men who were in the church, but not of the church. They said they were sinners, they were prideful. And now in verse 12 and 13 of Jude, it tells us more about these men in quite poetic terms. It says, 
These are the men who are hidden reefs in your love of feasts when they feast with you without fear, caring for themselves. Clouds without water, carried along by winds, autumn trees without fruit, doubly dead, uprooted. Wild waves of the sea, casting up their own shame like foam, wandering stars for whom the black darkness has been reserved forever. And these are grim words that really show that these men are selfish and prideful and ultimately have no purpose. Let us not be like that. Let us care for others, help others. Let us have purpose in life. Today, I'm telling you about Jude verses 14 and 15, which continues to talk about these sinful and prideful men. And it says in verse 14, it was also about these men that Enoch, in the seventh generation from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord came with many thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all and to convict all the ungodly of all their ungodly deeds, which they have done in an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. And so what he's saying in these verses is that these men, as it said many times, are ungodly, which means they're rebelling against God. They're not doing what God wants them to do and wants us to do. We should not be ungodly. We need to follow God's law and love him and obey him. Today we're in Jude verse 16. And this is another verse really showing just how terrible these prideful and sinful men are. It says, these are grumblers, finding fault, following after their own lust. They speak arrogantly, flattering people for the sake of gaining an advantage. So this shows us two things, grumbling and flattery, both of which it says are bad. So we should not be grumbling and finding fault and complaining and everything. And we should not be arrogant and flattering and just trying to speak to get our own way. We should speak in love and edify others. And we should not grumble and not flatter. We want to have truthful and loving words. So with that, speak well and have a great day. Now, for the past several verses, it's been talking about these evil, prideful, sinful men in the church who we need, we need to be beware of. But now in verse 17 and 18, it says, But you, beloved, ought to remember the words that were spoken beforehand by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, that they were saying to you in the last time, there will be mockers following after their own ungodly lusts. So what Jude is saying is that the apostles, Paul, Peter, John, they've already warned of these mockers, these prideful men, these sinners. We should not be surprised when we see people um, acting wickedly and ungodly. We, this has been prophesied. This has been told us. We know that people are going to sin. So we must be careful that we are not the ones sinning. Don't be surprised when others sin. Follow God, love him, and have a great day. Now today we're going to look at Jude verse 19, which says, These are the ones who cause divisions, worldly-minded, devoid of the Spirit. Now this is referring to the mockers, the prideful men that the whole book of Jude has been warning against. And here it says that they cause divisions and they're worldly-minded, devoid of the Spirit. This reminds me of in the movie Captain America's Civil War, when all the Avengers get divided and end up, end up fighting against each other. When they should be the heroes saving the world, instead they're quarreling and fighting each other. And the same thing can happen in the church. The church is God's people. We should be an example and a light to the rest of the world. But instead, we have denominations, we have arguments, we have different theologies, and we're always quarreling. We can never agree. So we must not be divisive. We must love God and have a great day. 
And after all this time in Jude of hearing about all the bad things that are happening, all the bad people, he now turns it to Christians and how we should do, not what we should not do. It says in verse 20, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. So this, you beloved, this is us Christians. God loves us and he wants us to have faith and to pray and to love him. And we are receiving the mercy of Jesus. The mercy is not receiving what we deserve. We deserve hell and punishment, but because of Jesus's mercy, instead we can have eternal life. That is a glorious truth that we must remember. Now, last week we saw that Jude is telling us to, that God loves us and has given his mercy to us. Now, in verse 22, he says, And have mercy on some who are doubting. Save others, snatching them from the fire. And on some, have mercy with fear, hating even the garment polluted by the flesh. And so, just as Jesus had mercy on us and saved us from eternal punishment, we can have mercy on others, and we should actually tell them of Jesus' mercy and share it with them and tell them of the gospel, of Jesus' perfect life life and his death and his resurrection to save all of us. Because once we are saved, we don't want to be selfish and keep that to ourselves. We want to share it with everyone. Just as God loves us, let us love the world and share his mercy with the world. We've been learning about the book of Jude and about warnings against evil, prideful, wicked men who are in the church, but not of the church. But now in the last two verses of this book, Jude brings in beautiful words to really close this book in a grand finale. He says, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy to the only God, our savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. This is a beautiful conclusion to the great book of Jude. Thanks so much for watching and tune in next week as we start a new study. Have a great day.